To sign up for our announcements, send a blank email to radio-announce plus subscribe at acblists.org. That's radio-announce plus subscribe at acblists.org. Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Welcome to the Braille Buzz. This is Paul Edwards. Thank you very much for joining us. I'd like to, uh, to thank our streamer, Debbie Hazelton, and to announce to everyone who may not know, uh, we are we are live on the ACB community <coughs> channel. Is that right, Deb? You are it community, is. yes. Yes. So, if people want to tune in that way, they certainly can. I'd also like to thank the person who is acting as hand raiser for us. She volunteered for this um, esoteric assignment. So, thank you very much, Linda Yaks from Arkansas. We appreciate your help very much. You're welcome. Um, Folks, as soon as you get on here, you need to mute. All right. So the way to mute and unmute is Alt-A on your PC. It's Command-Shift-A on your Mac. There's a mute and unmute button down in the lower left-hand corner of your smartphone. You push that. And on your landline, it is star six. And we do have some people that have some background noise. So even if you think you're unmuted, or, I mean, would you look and make sure you're muted, please? To raise your hands when it comes time for that, uh, the raising hand is Alt-Y on your PC. It's Option-Y on your Mac. It's under the More button on your smartphone. There's a raise hand thing. And on your Landline, it is star nine. And so um, I will do my best to keep everyone. If I mute you and you're not talking, I mean, you're not presenting, please don't unmute yourself again. Thank you. Thank you so much, Miss Linda. So tonight on the Braille Buzz, we we have um, the great honor of having with us a person who is wearing three hats for us tonight. And that is Judy Dixon. Miss Judy Dixon, did I get any of your three titles right? I mean, collector has to be okay. <laughs> well, I don't recall what you said, mm-hmm. but I'm I am the consumer relations officer at the National Library Service for the blind. Why doesn't Jaws mute? <laughs> and um, and and I said you were the president of ICAP. So. And I am the president of the International Council on English Braille. So actually, I got both of them right. I'm yes. I'm shocked. Um, anyway, Miss Miss Judy, we, we made a promise a long time ago that we would um, talk about your Braille Slate collection. We hadn't kept it up until now, and so I thought it was about time that we did that, and I promised the members of BRL that we would. When did you begin your collection, and, and um, what prompted it? You know, it's really kind of hard to say when I began my collection, because I was interested in Braille Slate's as a kid and i remember having i got my first slate christmas time of first grade our teacher we were about to go home for christmas and the teacher gave us all slate and probably spent i don't know i mean who remembers it five years old but it seemed really a short time showing us how to use it and we took it home for christmas and it was so cool because i took this thing home and my brothers were older and they were writing and reading and doing things i thought I couldn't do. 
And, you know, I can write to you. Look at this. I can write your name. And I went around Christmas writing everybody's name on my Christmas time of first grade. And I just thought that was just the coolest thing. And, and that was my first slate. I don't still have it, unfortunately. But I got more as even, even, even through, you know, school. I had every time I saw a slate that I didn't already have, I added it to my collection. And at this point now, there are 285 unique slates oh. and um, <laughs> almost, well, well over 400 actual slates. Oh, my. Wow. <laughs> That's excellent. Well, the, the oh, my goodness person should be muted. But thank you. The comment is very well. And out. <laughs> <clears throat> um, so. What is the oldest slate that you have, and if you can identify that? The oldest slate, I, I was given a small, I, I, have to, I have to give a shout out to an individual, Pedro Sarita from Spain, over the last 50 years, has been hugely helpful to me in, in getting slates. When he, at one point, was Secretary General of the World Blind Union and uh, traveled all over the world. And help me get slates, but I do have a collection of probably about six slates that were made by an individual in the 1860s. Some of them are just Braille, and some of them combine Braille and other codes that existed at the time. Um, there was an eight-dot Braille code that was used in Spain for Braille music called Ebru, A-B-R-E-U. And I have one slate that's a combination of six dot and eight dot. <laughs> and I have other slates that are a combination of Braille and other codes, um, one called Belu, B-A-L-L-U, which was a way of writing print um, and also um, different other different codes that were in existence. So the slate, the, the small collection is really amazing, and 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 he thinks they're from the 1860s. That is that is pretty amazing. <clears throat> I didn't know there were um, there there were codes that you could do on a slate for writing print. That would be kind of cool. Even now, it is cool. There there's a nine dot and a ten dot code, and and vertically nine dots and ten dots. There's no um, horizontal distance. The the horizontal distance is whatever you want it to be to write to, mm -hmm. to write the print letters. How cool is that? Interesting. I <laughs> they, they, they would be fun to play with even. They are. Um, they are very fun. Yeah. Now, what about styluses? Are they are 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 they very different, or, or are they pretty standard? They are hugely different. They're they're every kind of shape, huge tops, flat ones, ones with points that retract, metal, plastic, wood, teeny tiny ones, great large the styluses are enormously different. Yeah, I've 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 I I, I used to like <clears throat> the ones that retract or the ones actually that the one that the one that I had, you you pulled the stylus part out of the bottom and turned it over and screwed it on. Um, and, and then it, when it was closed, it, it was a good eraser of dots. Ah, yes, yes. Yeah, you, I'm sure you remember that. I think they mm -hmm. were made by R&IB. Yeah, that's a nice one. Yeah. Well, that's excellent. Um, 
Now, are, are, are you still interested in unusual slates? And if folks have them, they should send them to you? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> Silly question. <laughs> um, what's, what's the most recent one you acquired? Well, the most recent one I acquired is a slate called a Versa slate. And this is a slate made by a company called Overflow AT. It's from South Korea. And it's a paperless slate. So this slate is four lines of 20 cells. And the, the front part looks kind of like a normal slate. It, it has little notches on the sides and so forth. It has a stylus at one end that fits in a little uh, depression. And it's actually, it's actually magnetic. It actually magnets into its little, little space. But when you write on the slate, and you do write in the normal slate way, from uh, first line, second line, from right to left. We don't say the B. Yep. And, uh, <laughs> and when, when you turn it over, you have Braille. And, it, and it, honestly, it looks like the most gorgeous Braille display you ever saw. And uh, it's very nice. And it has little buttons you can press. And that causes the, uh, the slate to erase itself. That's it's, pretty amazing. It's very cool, and I keep, is, I keep it by my uh, by my computer. So when I'm doing something, and I don't want to, you know, switch into Notepad to write down a phone number or put down something that I want to remember to do, I just uh, pick this up and and write on it. They have just come out with a new one of these that's smaller, and the new one is two lines of twelve cells each, which is so cool. They're on, that, my, that, on their way to me. That would be fun to have around. Yeah, it's very, right. it's really very nice. Um, I'm going to ask you one more question about slates, and then I think I'll see uh, if folks want to raise their hands to ask some questions about the collection. Um, so, my 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 last question is: Is there a slate that is your favorite? You know, I have different favorites at different times. Um, it kind of depends on what I want to do at the moment. Um, I, I mean, for so many years, I wished for a full page slate. And yep. you know, now that I have so many of them, and I do have one that's, it's, it's 25 lines of 28 cells. And I think Goodness. that's kind of the perfect size. And uh, so I, I, I really love my full page slates. That is very cool. <clears throat> Miss Linda, do we have any hands? Oh. Paul, if I could do this, I really, I'd like to try to, well, every time I try to, to share the screen, Jaws starts talking again, so. Okay. Judy Matthews, your hand's up. You can unmute. Miss Judy from Orlando. Hi. Hi, can you hear me? Yes. yes. Hi. Um, I, I'm actually really uh, enjoying hearing about your, your slates. Um, that's super cool but I wanted to unmute just to see if you had tried the Windows Alt-S shortcut for um, turning off your alerts, because I always forget that. Oh, thank And that you. might turn off your jobs. <laughs> Windows Alt-S. All right, I just did it. Let's see what happens. I hope it helps. Thanks, <laughs> Thanks Judy. Okay. Nope, still talks. Oh, darn. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't Jaws, right? Windows Space S. <laughs> It's Windows space, space S. S. <clears throat> it's, it's insert space and then S. Or yeah, it that's insert, the space. insert space S is what I've been doing, and insert space shift S is what I've been doing, and that's what I. That's really weird. You have to be in the Zoom window for the alert. Yeah, thing. I'm in the Zoom window. I, I, ever since the latest up, 
date I've had this problem. I'm sorry. With Jaws? Love Jaws. Just love it so much. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Ms. Matthews. We appreciate it. Um, So um, another hand, Ms. Linda? Area code 215. Area code 215. You may unmute with star six. Ethel, is that you? Yes. There you go. Um, Yes. Um, Do you think, I mean, I've heard the Slayton stylus, I've heard this, that people aren't using it as much, but do you think it's as important today as it it ever was? Do you think it's still very important? Thank you. Thanks, Ethel. Thanks, Ethel. Hi there. I I do. I, I think it's important to just have a way to quickly write something down that you can read yourself and that doesn't depend. I mean, technology is what it is. We all love it and we all use it, but it doesn't always work. Thank you, Freedom. Uh, <laughs> and, it, you know, the batteries run out, power runs out, you don't remember to charge something. I mean, how many of us have had a device that, for whatever reason, didn't do what we wanted it to do at the moment we wanted it to do it? And I can't tell you how many times in my life a slate has come to my. Somebody else is having speech problems. Thank you. <laughs> But Slate has come to my rescue because I was able to write. I, I've been in situations where I needed to make a presentation, and all of a sudden my note taker just decided to take a hike. And yep. I make some, I, and I have to have something to read. So I make some notes with a slate, and I have words under my fingers. So yes, I do. I I I know they're. I mean, I don't know how. I last I've heard, they're they're still teaching slates to kids in school, and I'm really happy to hear that. Yeah, me too. Um, Miss Linda, Christine has her hands up, and I think she might have been the one that's unmuted. Christine, I think you're unmuted. Yeah, I'm unmuted. Um, okay. I just wondered, had you seen the um, 3D the 3D braille? Uh, braille slate that they that you can create on a a, a 3D printer. The eight dot one from APH. Mm-hmm. Yes, I have, and it's really very cool. It's an eight dot braille slate. It's four lines, twenty eight cells, but it's eight dots, and you can you can download the the. Um, uh, files for the 3D printing from the APH website, and then send it off to your local 3D printer, and and have a have a slate made for yourself. I had sent that to my local library, and um, they were not. They haven't done it for me yet. And I just thought it meant a lot of fun to have. It's a nice slate. Yep. It's thanks. not. It's not my computer that's talking. Yes. No. Thanks, Chris. I think Ethel has an un- remuted is what the deal is. Um, Miss Linda. Okay, code three one four. I'm trying to find that. If you want to, if you want to unmute everybody, if you want to mute everybody, I can unmute myself. Okay, I will do that. Yes. Okay, can you hear me? Yes. And you can hear me. Yes. Thank you. Good. Okay. Okay, can you hear me? Yes. Good. Uh, yeah, I'm Rick Belcher from St. Louis, Missouri. Uh, listening to your call and everything, I've been to two 
schools for the blind as well as public school. And my fiance and I have been at uh, Lions World Services for the Blind at different times, which was also known as Arkansas Enterprises for the Blind. And at one time, they put a lot of emphasis on slate writing. Now, I was there in 2003 for about six months, and I was just in Braille class for just a few days. But they they got rid of, I guess, with all the computers and stuff coming in there, well, uh, the slate and stylus were pretty much put on the back burner. So uh, too, I've that's, never really heard any more about that. That's too bad because right. slate writing is important, but but it it's pretty easy for somebody to teach themselves how to use a slate if they really want to because the real the real thing with a slate is practice just use it and get good at it and and it's it's like a lot of the skills in our lives when we first use it it doesn't work all that well because we're not that good at it and we get we, we have a tendency to get discouraged because it's like well this is taking forever and this is really not worth my time but in fact, if you if you really get good at it, a slate can be a very fast and very efficient way to do things. Well, I know I'm unmuted, so you are since unmuted. I don't hear anybody? Somebody um, named somebody named Jeannie has her hand raised. Hi, is that that would be me? Can you hear me? Yes, we can. All right, wonderful. <clears throat> Jeannie Johnson. Yeah, I know. I've got like 47. There are a lot of genies here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so first of all, I taught Braille for years to adults who were blind or visually impaired. And for those who were phys had the physical and mental capability, I taught the slate and stylus before I taught the Perkins Brailler. And the reason I did that is because... If they were excited about Braille, I could put a $10 or $20 slate and stylus in their hands, give them some paper, send them home for the weekend and say, sure, start trying to write down your family's phone numbers and this and that. And, and, and it was wonderful to watch them blossom and really get excited about it and not have that, oh, this is going to be so hard attitude. But um also, a couple things I was wondering, Judy, is it, it sounds like the slate that you described a few minutes ago where you push down the little buttons or the little dots, it sounds like that might be similar to the PEG slate, which I used a lot for teaching the slate from APH, but of course it only had one line and 10 cells and they were larger than your... But the PEG slate is very, very large. Yeah, this right, is... Right, exactly. This, yeah. this is normal sized. Right, I understand. Braille. And then my other question is, um, and I've never seen one that I thought was good, but do you have any of the slates that supposedly bring the Braille up oh, where you upward go from writing. to write. Mm. Upward writing slates. Yeah. I agree with you completely. I have never seen one that's it. That's Did you ever, <clears throat> the first one and I saw was called the Hawk slate. I have, a, I have a Hawk slate. Uh, aren't they awful? Yes. <laughs> I, I was at a presentation that the guy that designed it had been an engineer at 
Oak Ridge here yes. in Tennessee. Yes. And, oh, he was so proud of it. Mm-hmm. And he did this presentation, and I'm sitting there, the Braille instructor, you know, and, and looking at it, and other people are getting kind of excited. And I'm looking at it, and I'm thinking, oh, honey, this is a piece of junk. But anyway, well, good. Okay. I, have a th- I have a theory about this. And, okay. and I have probably, I'd say, seven or eight upward writing slates uh-huh. that have all been developed by very well-meaning, right. um, knowledgeable engineering types. Yeah. But here's my theory. A sighted person can actually make quite respectable-looking Braille with an upward writing slate. They can huh. take that hollow-pointed stylus, they can put it exactly where it needs to be, they can press down, and they make it make a dot. And the dot looks good, and yep. the dot doesn't have anything around it. The way a blind person writes with a slate is to take the stylus, put it in the cell, and look around with the stylus to find that spot where you need to press. And it's that process of looking around with the stylus that causes those upward pointing dots to make little noisy gibberish on the paper that isn't actually a whole dot. It's just kind of noise, you know, tactile noise. And that's the problem. I do have one slate that was made by RNIB fairly, fairly well, relatively recently, probably in the 90s. Um, and it actually has little spring loaded platforms uh, huh. around each dot, and which, which was trying, was going a good ways to solving the problem, but it's real hard to use. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. We, we still have. Tw- 12 hands up so so i am i am loath to stop this so let's go on area code 718 person is next yeah Uh, my favorite slate my i'm bob from the bronx uh my favorite slate was the jiffy slate because oh yeah i kept each kid's record on one index card could pop it in right in a predictable place on the card and pop it out it took it was it was the easiest thing in the world to work do you know where you can still get one I don't. Um, the Jiffy slate certainly was discontinued. The Janus slate is is a similar slate. Yeah, it's but that that tolerance isn't as good as, you, uh, it, as the Jiffy it's slate. It's not. It's not as good because it's because it's plastic. Yeah. And uh, but it but it's it's a lot. It is along the same lines. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, sir. Erica five hundred one. Erica five hundred one. I believe it's Sandy. Area code five hundred one. You can unmute, please. Ending in nine seven four. Okay. No, this is Teresa. Oh, Teresa, I'm sorry. Hey. Okay. Um, I wanted to say I have a slate now. I don't know the brand, you know, the brand name of it, so forgive me. But um, it's the type where you can thread a piece of Dymo tape into it. It's not a one-line slate. It's a four-line, but you can also thread a piece of Dymo tape into it. Um, But I'd I'd like to know where... uh, Judy obtained the uh, one slate that she was talking about that has the buttons where you can erase your Braille errors that you make. And also, I'd like to know where you can find a full-page slate. And um, I wanted to say to Rick Belcher, I was there in at World Services in the 90s, and they still taught slate, and you had to take a speed test of 12 words a minute with no more than five Braille errors. The best okay. place to get a full-page slate is from the Braille Superstore. Braille Superstore, um, okay. They 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 sell 
one that's made in India for a very, very reasonable price. I don't remember exactly what the price is, but it's... And, and that's out in Victoria, British Columbia, I think. Right, that's right. Right. Um, the Versus Slate that I was telling you about is made yes. by a company called Overflow AT. I believe their website is www.overflowat.com. They're in South Korea. As far as I know, it's not marketed in the U.S. I don't believe it is. Um, oh, and, okay. and they're, they're, I mean, they, I think, would like to market it in the U.S. So if you know somebody interested in marketing such things, um, you might encourage them to to look at it it's expensive and that's the the downside right it's it's uh, but i do like the idea of that full page slate that is well the full page slate is not, not expensive that's that's a nice slate right but that's wonderful that you don't have to worry about when you move your paper you know slate down and um trying to readjust it again oh it's great it's really lost nice. your place right right excellent thank you so much Alan, you're welcome uh-huh. Alan conway you can unmute uh, yes, um, I'm uh, Alan Conway from Canada. I'm a longtime BrailleSlate user, and uh, uh, certainly I worked as a conference interpreter for the government of Canada and could never have done my job without Braille. Uh, so uh, I, I had no idea that there were <laughs> so many different kinds of slates around. I got here a little late, so I was going to ask, is there or will there be a recording of this available? I have a a friend who wouldn't wasn't able to come tonight, but she said that if uh, if the recording was available, she'd really appreciate being able to get hold of it. We are we are going to be um, it's it is being recorded, um, <clears throat> and we're going to be putting the Braille buzzes uh, up on our Braille website, um, and that is uh, BrailleRevivalLeague.org, all spelled out. So B R A I L L E R E V I V A L L E A G U E org um i don't know how soon it will be up there because we're having we're having to go through a backlog of uh, of braille buses but we we hope to put um all of last year's up so there should be six or seven editions up there relatively soon so keep checking <clears throat> will do thanks very much this has been very interesting i had no idea i thought my little collection of five or six different types of slates reflected pretty well you know what was around and certainly other ones that i remember seeing when i was a when i was a student at school for the blind but i obviously there's quite a, a collection around uh yeah. anyway thanks very much i'll mute myself and let you go ahead. thank you mr conway let me take a moment to tell you about what some of the differences are because there's some there's some there's some unique slates that are that are just an aberrations really slates that where the paper is held in place by magnets and things like that. But those are not typical. But there's a whole lot of slates made in Italy and Spain that don't, you don't press your stylus into corresponding pits on the other side. If you open the slate, what you have on the other side are just furrows. They call them furrow slates. And they're just lines, you know, kind of troughs. And that's what your stylus is pressed into. It looks like it wouldn't work. It looks like it would not make the best Braille. And they actually make beautiful Braille. So you know, I, I believe that. I, I, I have not tried writing with one of them, but I've always thought that, that precise dots uh, 
don't make sense. We know where the dots are supposed to go. But the top of the slate is is has the rectangles like we're used to. Right. So we know yeah. where to put the dot and 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 it and it's actually a much less expensive way to make a slate. Yep. So that's yep. one one advantage of it. Slates in um, also, Italy, Spain, um, such countries, they don't have any little notches on the sides of the cell. They're just straight. And I find that much harder. It's, yeah. It's, yeah. it's, uh, it's much harder to, to, to write. Slates from Japan make somewhat smaller Braille. Um, probably about two-thirds the size of our current cell. But there are slates from Japan that make... I have one slate that is 30 cells by six lines, and it probably is about two-thirds of a three-by-five card. Oh, wow. The the Braille that it makes is so small, I can only read it if I know what I wrote. (laughs) It is amazing. I, I I've seen some of that Japanese braille, and I find it very hard to read. I I, yeah. I'm, I I am very admiring of Japanese folks who got used to it. The standard Japanese braille is is somewhat smaller, but not not ridiculously right. small. But this particular slate, it happens to be ridiculously small. Somebody somebody wrote me a plaque. They were being really kind. They wrote me a plaque. In, in what amounted to the very small Japanese braille, and I was so embarrassed because I couldn't read it. <laughs> I use my I use my micro braille slates to make la- labels. Sometime when I know a full size label just isn't going to fit, and you know, a label just is kind of reminding you of what it is. You usually know, but but the label is helpful. Yep, excellent, Miss um, Linda. Bev, Bev. Yep, Clifford, you can unmute. Here I am. Here I am. Couldn't find the mute button. <laughs> um, I'm going to tell you about a slate that I'm curious about that I've never seen to find out if you've got it. So in the 60s and early 70s, I had a French pen pal and he sent me these letters and what they looked like. You would have a piece of paper that was folded in half. So it was like two pages and they would be brailled. And according to what he said, he had some kind of a slate that went, that covered the whole half of that paper so that he could just put it on one half and do one page and then put it on the other half and do the other page. And then you would fold it in the middle and you would have two pages. So his letters consisted of all of these folded two pages all put together like a little book. Interesting. Interesting. I wondered if you had no. or had seen no. that I slate. Have, I have not seen it, and I <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, it sounds very interesting. Inter, interpoint slates are um, pretty common in countries, especially countries outside the U.S. Oh, and, no, it wasn't interpoint. It, it only made one side. Oh, it only made yep. one side. Okay. It only made one side, but uh. you had the paper was folded in half, so you had two pages. So, so it's almost as though like you had two fourteen line, two fourteen yeah. line things. Yeah, hmm. something like they were small. These weren't um, full size pages. Right. I got that impression. Yeah. Yep. Very good. Interesting. Um, if any of you, if you know any of you are interested in in kind of more um, ideas about slates and how interpoint is done in various ways and so forth. Um, I do have a website for the slate collection called railslates.org and uh, there's a lot of slate information on that. 
That's excellent. I suspect it will, it will receive an invasion as the evening that's, wears on. Yeah, that's great. So let's take two more, and then we are going to move on. Okay, the next one is a, the, I can't pronounce the first part of it, but it's an iPhone. Intasard? Something like that. Something like that. They introduced themselves earlier in my hearing when my jaws was talking at the same time they were. Hello? There you go. Hello. Yes, hi. Um, this is Intasar from Iowa. That's, I think that's maybe my first or second time. Uh, but I wanted to ask, how do you inquire and find out all about these uh, slate and stylus? That's the first question. And the second you mentioned about that one page. I had ordered that recently from uh, the Super Braille store, and um, it was twenty dollars. Yeah. And I and it came with the slot, um, the stylus, and this. And then, um, but I noticed it's it's a little harder because so many lines. So you have to keep track, like what line you are on. Like I, are, I noticed, they are numbered. skipped lines. Yes. Yeah, you do have to keep track. As yep. far as your first question goes, how do you find out about Braille slates? That's actually kind of tough because um, there's there's not a lot of slates. I think the Braille Superstore probably has the, the largest variety of slates these days. Um, they get them from from other countries. And maybe it's maybe that's easier for Canadians. I don't know, but uh, they do have a very very good good selection. So they, that'd be you know the fact that you've already used them that that is a very good place to start. And they're, yeah, they're also you, go ahead. You you mentioned that you sound like uh, you had from all over the world, and I was wondering how you find out about when you talked about. Well, these uh, days it's a lot Japanese, easier. It's a lot easier Korea. than when I started finding out. Cause I actually <laughs> remember sitting at my typewriter and typing letters and mailing them to these various countries, but uh, we don't have to do that anymore, fortunately. But um, a lot of these countries have websites. And uh, but a lot of the slates that I have, I mean, it, there's just not that many slates available for purchase anymore. India still has quite a lot. It's the countries that are that are still using them. And India, there's a lot of slates made in India. All right, who okay. gets to Thank be you. last? Area code five. Area code um, five seven three. Area code five seven three. Okay, here we are. Yeah, Rick from Jefferson City. Uh, a couple of observations slash questions. Uh, way back in high school, I got a slate and stylus. It was a metal job, and it was supposed to be 42 cells, and I was so excited about that because I thought, oh, wow, I don't have to waste a third of the paper when I write. But the darn thing had exactly one pin in it. Oh. I wonder if it was made wrong or it was a lousy design or just what, or broken. Just what the heck? How am I supposed to use this with one pin? <laughs> have you ever heard of that? Yes, I have. And I've seen slates with one. It was the one pin right in the middle of one end. And, um, um, I yeah. can't remember if it was a corner yeah. or in the middle. But what, yeah. What those, what those are, those slates were designed <laughs> for correcting Braille. And so the idea was you'd take a piece of paper that had already been brailled by a Perkins brailler uh, or something and put put it in the slate and then and usually it was done done by a sighted person who sighted transcriber who was correcting their work. Uh-huh. Okay, and, and they and the didn't other want thing, it to stay in long. Right. Yeah, Sorry? go ahead. 
Go ahead. The other thing was, um, I remember when they first came out with the newfangled Perkins Brailler made only for eight and a half by eleven paper, and frankly, I thought it was a piece of junk. But one of the big <laughs> advertising hypes was that it had this key that would erase Braille, and I got to try one of those babies out, and I'm sure glad I didn't waste my money on it because it was a joke. And so, um, I have not found anything better than a fingernail on a flat surface, or perhaps a Braille eraser on a flat surface, to uh, to erase an errant Braille dot. And uh, I was wondering, you said that one of your slaves or some of them actually had an erase feature, and I wondered how how it but, works and how effective it is. But it doesn't Thanks. erase paper. It, it it actually, this is a paperless slate. The dots come oh. up on the other side. So when you erase it, it just means the dots fall down back inside the slate. Okay. So this is like a refreshable I will, Braille type. I will tell you a funny device. story, though, about erasing. I visited the Library for the Blind in the UK many, many years ago. And they actually had some kind of liquid that the sighted transcribers painted the paper with to cause the dot to retract and the librarian there was telling me that he got this liquid from some chemist in Birmingham who had a secret recipe known only to the chemist and <laughs> they had to go there every so often in the in the darkness to uh, to get to get a new supply of this special liquid that they used <laughs> for erasing work? braille did it work it did work it did work it worked great Weird. Okay, thanks. Thank you. May I ask that we recognize Sandy Ruckinich, please? Yes. Hello, Miss Sandy. Sandy, you may unmute. And, and, and I'll take a personal privilege and see if Debbie still has her hand up, Debbie Hazelson. I lowered it, but Whoever I gets did. There first, there you go, Debbie. I did want to say that I love my slates, and I know Judy <laughs> that we loved window eyes, and I miss it. Uh, but um, I carry a slate in my purse always. If I write a shopping list, I don't care how many apps I have. I would much rather carry a piece of paper around the grocery store, and um, and I have one in my. Uh, I have a pocket in my recliner and I always have a slate there. Now, sometimes I like to write on thin paper when I really want to just go fast, but but not always. I carry that little... Oh, that's always. what I did in high school. I took notes on yeah. thin, you know, those spiral notebooks. Yep. Oh, gosh. That's, that's what I used in high school to take notes. Yeah. yeah. For, for sort of I idea writing, I still do that. Yeah. Yeah. But for other things, yeah, I have that little... What's that inner point slate that from APH? I think it is with those little, with the sla saddle stylus and the little pads that it comes with. Oh, That's yeah. what yeah. I have in my purse. Love it. Nice. Thank you. Thank you, Debbie. Sandy. Mm -hmm. Sandy, you're still muted. You want to? Oh, we can uh, we can catch up with her. All right. So, shall we? Shall we move on to a second subject? And we'll only cover two. And I'm much more interested in the International Council on English Braille, and I also want to see your video. Well, so, I'm not able to screen share. Oh, no. It says that I, the host is not allowing me to screen share. So um, it's not going to happen. Oh, no. Uh, we'll have to figure out how to make it happen and invite you back to share it. Okay. Um, but tell us about the video. 
Well, I will tell you about the video because it's in the context of the International Council on English Braille. And probably all of you know what ICEB is. It's an international organization made up of seven member countries of the English-speaking Braille world. And uh, we, ha we have a general assembly every four years. And ICEB's general assembly was virtual. I didn't get to go to London. It was so sad. Um, and uh, But it was virtual in October. And it was really a really nice virtual conference, I will say. I thought it was, I thought it was great. And um, but I was elected as ICEB's president in October. So our member countries are the U.S., the U.K., Australia, New Zealand, Ireland, South Africa, and I always forget one. I mean, oh, Canada, of course. Yes, Canada. And uh, so those are the seven member countries of ICEB, and all of those countries have Braille authorities, and all of those countries are now using UEB. And uh, the, the countries began using UEB at various points, but um, they, they, uh, they're all using it now. So ICEB is the coordinating organization that is updating UEB, responding to concerns, needs, whatever people have for making UEB um, the code that will stay up to date and, and keep Braille relevant. And we have a code maintenance committee. We also have a Braille technical committee that worries about math and science UEB things like that. We have other committees. We have people who are working on Braille music, people who are working on Braille technology, and um, other, other things like that. But the primary goal of ICEB is to, um, to work on, on UEB. And, and there, will, there will be, our plan is to have a new edition of the rule book coming out in 2023 it will not have a lot of changes but there will be there will be a few and nothing nothing that's going i mean they're all for the better nothing that's going to upset anybody but when we did have our conference in october we had we wanted to have a little bit of fun with it so we had um, some videos made and they're actually all on the iceb iceb website if you go to iceb.org and find the general assembly uh, 2020, there are web videos called braille bonuses and these are little short 5 to 10 minute videos that were about specific aspects of Braille. And I did one on my slate collection, and it actually has it shows the slates. And, and so I talked about the biggest, the smallest, the oldest, the newest, the most unique, the, the like that. And so it was kind of fun to do. I think it's five and a half minutes long. There are other videos. Um, a gentleman in Ireland did a 12-minute video on his Braille coin collection. He has coins with Braille on them from all different countries over, over many, many years. And um, Michael Hudson from APH did, did, did one on just Braille displays. And somebody, oh, um, a woman from RNIB did one on Braille Legos. And um, so that's the kind of thing, the, the topics were, were just fun, fun and interesting topics in these Braille bonuses. And, and they're really nice. But all the proceedings, all the audio and all the papers and all the material from the Gen General Assembly 
is on the ICEB website, and it was it was a very nice conference. So, did Banna have any recommendations for you to take to ICEB? Well, Banna had four delegates, and um, we did we didn't we 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 did have some resolutions. Uh, I think we passed. We're very we're very uh, restrained. We think we had seven resolutions. <laughs> <laughs> and they were things like uh, everybody should uh, join Marrakesh and you know, right. things, things like that. And uh, so, um, no, not specifically because um, Banna certainly has a representative on the code maintenance committee. So things having to do with, you know, gee, we don't like this about UEB. We want this changed or we want that changed. They, they go directly from Banna to the code maintenance committee. And, and hope that it gets sent forward by that committee for general adoption. For yes, that, unfortunately, that committee has a huge number of things to deal with. And uh, one of my goals as president of ICEB is to pick up the pace because <laughs> things are going um, a bit slowly. And so we're, uh, my, my, uh, my goal is to try to get, get a few more resources, get a bit more manpower so people can actually get things done, and let's try to get some things done. I think if there is one issue that's coming from the States, it has to do with syllabification. Yeah, would you agree? I, I would agree. And yeah. it is definitely an issue. I, I still, maybe I'm, maybe I'm optimistic, but I still think it's an issue that is not dead, that it, that it, that it, that it still has the possibility of changing and may change. I, I make no promises about it. There are lots of people with lots of strong feelings in, in all directions, but, but I, I think it's still possible. So describe to folks just briefly what the syllabification issues. In the United States, um, in our former Braille code, we had a rule that although we violated it as well um, yes. in Seattle and Minneapolis, especially um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, we, we had a rule that, that you couldn't have a contraction that bridged major syllables. Uh, so the word like professor and redeem, you wouldn't use the ED and redeem and you wouldn't use the OF and professor. Well, in UEB you can. And there's a lot of reasons for why it's there and why it's done. And, um, you know, UEB, uh, let me back up a minute before I, before I get too deep into the weeds and talk about, you know, why do we have UEB? I've certainly heard from a lot of people, I don't like it. I don't I hate it. I don't want it. I want it to go away. I will. I mean, I, I actually, I have actually talked to people who have canceled all their Braille magazine subscriptions because they don't want to read Braille UE. And it's really not that different, guys, honestly. There's nine contractions that we no longer have. Well, we can certainly recognize those letters. And the sub syllabification is certainly the, probably the most off-putting part of it but it's still readable in but I, I i mean i'm not trying to 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 make light of people's feelings i certainly get why they feel that way but we have kids in school now who are don't get braille transcribed by a human they get a braille note and an ipad and that is their technology for their school day and the way they communicate with their teacher, the way they do their assignments is they write them on a Braille note and they plunk it out to a printer and hand it to the teacher. 
it would be really nice if what they wrote on that Braille display, if they used correct Braille and reverse translated it to print it, was actually the correct answers to the questions. So the teacher would give them a good grade. And UEB back translates much better than our old Braille code. And so much of the changes of UEB, this is why we don't have A-L-L-Y anymore, why we don't have A-T-I-O-N anymore, because it was capital Y and capital N. And computers, as smart as we think they are, aren't really that smart. And it's much harder for a computer to tell when those things are capital Y and capital N and when they're contractions. So it's about kids in school. It's not about us who have been reading Braille for a bazillion years. Um, you know, we can change if it will if it will help kids do better and use Braille better in school. And that's what that's what UEB is about. Would you say that with um, with ICAB there is still pretty much consensus across the board on the efficacy of UEB and and on its implementation? Oh, very much so. Oh, yes. Yeah, I don't think there's any, any. We, I, I don't think we have any uh, dissenters when it comes to UEB. Has, um, has there been much discussion uh, about um, how soon we'll begin to share Braille titles uh, uh, across countries? Well... That has to do with Marrakesh. It does. And it, and it has to do with NLS. And NLS is actively, actively, actively. You'll see, you'll see new Braille titles on BARD, I would predict, within the next month that have come to us from another country because of Marrakesh. Excellent. So we will be getting Braille. Um, probably the first Braille we'll see is from Canada. And uh, we, will be, we will be getting actually a lot of Braille because of Marrakesh. Very good. Anything else you'd like to tell us about ICAB? Otherwise, I will open it up for some questions. No, let's, let's have some questions. Very good. Miss Linda. Ralph has his hand up. Mr. Ralph. <clears throat> All right. Can you hear me? Yes. Yes, we All can. All right. Um, you know, you were saying that seven countries were associated with ICAB. Uh, what possibility is there in adding more countries to this, oh, given yeah. Marrakesh? I'd love to add more countries. Anybody wanting to be a member of ICEB should uh, contact us. We have, we'd love to have, we have provisions for associate members as well as full member countries, and uh, that would be great. All right, well, thank you. Thank you, Mr. Ralph. Any other hands? Area code 573. Ah, hello again. Yep. <laughs> uh, a couple of questions slash suggestions. Um, I quite understand. Yeah, I've gotten fairly used to UEB, frankly, but I do really miss the ALLY. I understand why it had to go, but I wondered if they had considered adding a dot four so that the ALLY would be four six Y, and then they could save it. Or has that already been designed? For, has that already been uh, earmarked for something else? You know, I I was not part of the group that considered various things, um, and I I don't um, I don't know the answer. Did they consider it? I I uh, I can't think okay. what four five Y would be, but for for I don't think there's a four a four six Y, which is what he suggested. Um, uh. I don't think there is. I think it it might have worked. Um, but then 
what what they would have said is, well, if if you're doing that, then what about the doc six n? And you can't use a four six n because the four six n is already being used. I understand that, so yes. I, that's why I didn't uh, say anything about ATI when they can be considered separately, could they not? You, you know, I suspect. Well, I, I, but I I suspect knowing the folks who were working on well, not knowing oh, the I can folks, tell you, but yeah, go ahead. I can tell you one thing: they were under a constraint to introduce no new contractions. Ah, and I suspect they would have considered that a new contraction. They would have. Um, and the other, the other thing is, I think they would have felt unless they could find solutions for all, that they probably wouldn't have tried to fix it. I suspect so. Well, frankly, I don't understand that, but I, I would think a partial fix, a partial fix, is better than no fix. But what can I say? <laughs> gotcha. Well, they they made a um, solemn vow to the Braille reading world that they would introduce no new contractions. I don't uh, understand that, but okay. <laughs> no. Thank you, sir. Uh, yeah. One other thing. Yes. Um, there were two UEB, um, not exactly ambiguities. It was really a print ambiguity. The apostrophe on the single quote being oh. the same character, but there are different characters in Braille. And the same goes for minus sign and hyphen, uh, whereas the hyphen is just 3-6 and the minus sign is given as 5-10-3-6. And I'm wondering, have they considered any uh have they had any problems because of those yes and we've spent huge amounts of time with problems having to do with the apostrophe and the single quote and it, it gets quite a lot more complicated when you deal with countries um in in the uk they apparently use the single quote in the same way that in the u.s we use double quotes correct and it, it gets hugely complicated when you start dealing with other countries and when they use what punctuation and what they use. Um, we will be introducing, and I don't quote me on this, I, I, we will be introducing a, a small change to how those are used, but I can't tell you what it is. Yeah, I think, I, I think I, that would I'd, be excellent. I, I'd, I'd, rather, I'd rather risk of being confusing. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. I don't know. It was a legitimate answer. <laughs> yes, thank you, sir. Yep. Okay, thank you. Area code 505, I think that's Beth. Somebody in New Mexico, or, or they uh -huh. got their phone in New Mexico. You can't yeah, tell where people are Beth. from anymore. And, <laughs> yes, I, yeah, they, they, I wouldn't they, care if they had any new contractions. It, uh, I was one of those. I canceled all my UEB subscriptions, and uh, I gave my sister back her Book of Mormon and stuff like that. I, I'm so yeah. sorry to hear it. Would you consider re-subscribing to your magazines? No. Oh. So I don't sorry. like UEB. I, I don't. It's very bulky. It's very cumbersome. It makes good fire material, though. So, so I, I don't know if, if, if it's still the case, but and, um, but what, when I looked at I statistics for also, UEB, oh, hold on for one sec. When, 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 when I looked at statistics for UEB, it took about 3% more space. Than that's yeah, it's all. It's about two, actually. And, and interestingly, it depends on the document, because if it's a document that happens to have a lot of uppercase, um, I know of documents that have actually come out shorter in UEB, only because the documents had um, a lot of uppercase and things like that. So it's Anyway, I, I, I cut you off, so what were you going to say? No, I was going to say, it, it almost reminds me of Braille grade one in school, and I hate that too. Well, I, 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 I think... I think you should try it some more because it doesn't change grade two that much. No, it really. Uh, it kind of does. 
And okay. it's it's awful to have to take a Bible to church and stuff, and it's more cumbersome. It's now 18 volumes instead of, and I'm like, no, I'm not going to be doing one. that. Yep. All right. Thank yeah. you for your call. And also, Thank have you. you seen that slate that you can open up the little, the bottom part of it and you can read what you already wrote? Oh, the brown slate. Yes, that was uh, that was made by APH. And I think there's one from India that's sold by maybe Maxi Aids. And Very good. also, why, why do they say that uh, the they can't translate the the Braille back uh, the computers can't translate it back to the students or what well computers are not as we like them to be yeah i i, I think because I think my mother learned braille with her eyes yeah i think the, I, I think the big issue is that some of our old contractions were confusing to computers or at least more confusing than the current ueb is so um, they do a better Will job of translating using, using UEB. Now, when the when the when the team began developing UEB, um, one of the one of the agreements that it made with with Braille readers at the time was they would introduce no new contractions. But they didn't survey all of us. Well, <laughs> it's a little difficult to do at times. I think there are opportunities for for us to have provided input. Uh, um, yeah, it only took about. I um, I don't use, I'm not a computer user. It took user. more than twenty years for the United States to. Uh, right. Okay, we, yep. have we had a whole new generation of Braille readers. Yep, Miss Linda, who's the person? Area code two one five. Thank you. Thank you. Uh huh. Yes. Um. My question is again. Could you please repeat the English? The countries that, um, you know, are uh, using UEB, okay. the English-speaking countries. Yep, United States and Canada, the yes. United Kingdom and Ireland, yes. New Zealand and Australia, and, yes. South, and South Africa. Oh, okay, so there's seven countries, right? Correct. Correct. Uh, Those seven uh, okay. countries. There's one thing I just want to say with the uh, UEB. For instance, what I like is when you use the ST sign, you can use it all, like for mistake or I can't think of any other words at this time. Uh, you could use it for mistake or, um, you know, like, or like dot five E, you know, you could use it uh, for any, you know, fever uh, or, or, or ever or, or something like that. And I like that there's certain contractions you can use it for anything like that's true. Uh, yep. I, I don't know Compu what to say with ST, computers but I, I like can only that think too. of the word mistake. Yes, yes, that's a good example. And, and addition, like the, the word addition, you can use the ED sign, yep. you know, because I, I, that sometimes is confusing. Okay, thank you very much. You're welcome. Thank you, Ethel. <clears throat> All right, take one more, uh, one more hand, and then we're going to wind down. Sandra? Sandra? You can unmute. This is the person that Judy had asked to speak a little earlier, yes. I think. Sandy, from Utah, we hope. Oh, something changed on that line. but it... Okay, Sandra, it says you're unmuted. It says she's unmuted. Sandy, you're unmuted. Speak. <laughs> but your mic doesn't work. Um, oh, Sandy, thank you very much for being here. Yeah. Um, so, Ms. Dixon, we have a voice talking about BANA. 
Well, Ben is uh, Ben is alive and well and thriving and doing lots of nice, cool, wonderful, fun things. Um, let's see. I had a list in my head of what things Ben is about to come out with. A, a Ben has spent the last kind of eight or nine years uh, making sure everything that Ben does is in compliance with UEB, and so Ben is coming out with a new tactile graphics. Um, that's a big thing that we do in the U.S. that that all the rest of the countries follow the U.S. on because it's a major amount of work that 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 we do that other countries use, and so that's going very well. We're going to have a new brochure on Braille signage and labeling, which which is taking into consideration UEB. And we have just lots of, oh, we have a new, something we've wor- been working on for more than 20 years, it's about to come out, is BANA guidelines on early literacy materials. Nice. How, how stuff for very young children should be brailled. Right. And when I, I came, I went onto the BANA board in 2004 and we were working on that then. <laughs> so uh, it's really, really nice to have, have that finally done. That's excellent. Yeah, and, it's very, very good. And- and by not talking a lot about Banner, we have an excuse to invite you back. Well, any time. I love to talk about Braille. Excellent. So, ladies and gentlemen. Paul, uh, I couldn't raise my yep. hand. Can I just ask oh, Judy a quick of question? Of course you can. Um, first of all, Judy, it's nice to talk to you again. Yes. Um, you know, one of the things I really, really, really miss is maps. And I remember the day we had these big old huge maps that, you know, we could figure out things on maps. Is there any chance somebody's going to do them again? Because I really miss being able to see a state of Arkansas map and understand the way the state's laid out, for example. Well, NLS has actually been looking at ways to begin to produce more tactile graphics. We've ha- we have more tactile graphics in physical Braille books, just about the time that most Braille books, most people are getting their Braille electronically. But we also have talked about maybe ways to just send out the tactile graphics that go with a Braille book. Oh, and we're going to be doing some some testing with that. Um, don't know that that's going to exactly solve your map problem because what we're not talking about doing, you know, single sheet, large uh, graphics, but I love maps too. And um, I just, I think it's a, a detriment to our children, quite right. frankly. Yeah. You might want yeah. to let APH know that because they're the ones who have done a lot of maps. And, okay. I have complained and, to them. I actually I bought did. some maps from them and they, when they came and they weren't labeled. They were just this drawing of the state. <clears throat> oh, and you, you're supposed to write in the name of the state yourself. And the places, I, it, you know, they were, there was five copies of each one for the teacher. Oh, yeah, they're for kids. So, yeah. The, the other place that, that uh, is actually now um, producing maps is the National Braille Press. Oh, they, also, they, oh, sorry, they took sorry. over a, a map collection from um, a, a company that, yes right and and they have they have maps of every state so you could actually get some from there yeah they don't have uh, paul? every state paul they just can, have can you hear me a few yes uh this is terry gorman in chicago um yes. hi, i just recent hi uh, judy i just recently got uh one of the princeton maps by the way they do not have maps for every state yeah they don't have every state uh, they yeah. have about 18 states yeah. um oh dear but I bought the one for Illinois, and I was just blown away by the wonderfulness of the maps. Um, there were about 26 maps, I believe, in the collection. And uh, just to illustrate what they had for Illinois, they had uh, a map of Chicago neighborhoods. 
they had um, a map of all the counties of Illinois. They didn't show the cities within the counties, but they did have uh, a county map. They had a, a, a street map. I'm sorry, they had a highway map, including the U.S. highways. There were maps for rivers and land features and things like that. Um, they do have for major states, uh, New, New York, New Jersey, um, South Carolina, I remember, is in there. Um, Michigan is in there. Um, and I recommend anyone who loves maps to uh, consider ordering them. Uh, they do have, of course, a world maps of, of, of many varieties, right. and I think they're fantastic. One other place that has maps, and you can buy all kinds of maps from them, is a place called Tactile Vision in Canada. And it's tactilevision.com. And they have lots and lots of maps. They ha also have, um, they do a calendar every year with a different theme of tactile graphics. One year it was antique cars and all kinds of cool things. They, they, they really do some nice tactile graphics. Judy, is there anything about Arab Braille? Uh, yeah, I know that we're on a different subject, but I was curious about how uh, people write a Braille in Arabic. Do they really write from right to left and, and so forth? Do you know? I know in Hebrew Braille they do, but I don't know about Ar Arabic Braille. Yeah. Um, the, the, other, the other place that's doing a lot of work with tactile graphics and, and, and might be persuaded to do a map of Arkansas is the San Francisco Lighthouse. Okay. Thank you. <clears throat> All right. Ladies and gentlemen, um, I would like to thank Judy Dixon. I would like to say thank Linda Yaks. I'd like to thank uh, Debbie Hazelton, all of whom have contributed to making our Braille Buzz tonight effective and exciting. I've learned a lot, and I suspect the rest of us have as well. Uh, so I appreciate all three of the folks who participated. I don't yet know what we're going to do two months from now, but I'll let you know plenty of time in advance uh, what's going to happen on the Braille Buzz. And if you have suggestions, my email is edwards.paul955 at gmail.com. And I would encourage you to drop me a note and uh, give me a suggestion for a topic. Ladies and gentlemen, Braille will only survive and thrive if we make it happen. Uh, the Braille Revival League and all of you who are on this call tonight are ambassadors for a medium that we need to survive uh, if we want to be competitive in the world. Thank you very much for being here. Thanks to all who made this possible. And good night. Good night. Thank you. We aren't being broadcast anymore. No. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. No, not streaming now. Oh, good. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. Very Judy, much. thank you so much. And, and, and Debbie and Linda, thank you. It was really fun trying to get everybody muted. I was having oh. quite the time there for a while. So, yeah. <laughs> but, but for the most thank part, you very much. Thank you. Okay. Yep. You guys. Thank this, you, Paul. This, thank this you. Audrey, hello, Audrey Shading. Hi, who is it? <laughs> Poor old here. G. Hi. Yes. <laughs> Just looking at the names of the How people here. Hello. Oh, how nice. I, yeah, I, I caught most of it and I'm just so happy. Thank you very much and uh, be in touch. Thanks. Thank you. Okay. Bye. Could I ask a quick question? This is I Tina. Sure. sure. Go, go ahead. Um, we'll try to so answer. I was curious. Oh, well, I, was, I actually tried to raise my hand a couple times and then it was lowered, but um, 
So um, I'm curious about your board slates because I, um, in high school, I had a board slate all the way through and I actually used just standard braille paper because it was a, one of the 11 and a half by 11 with a nice little kind of clip thing at the top. Oh, it was yeah, really, really cool. Yeah. And um, I've, I've seen ones in the past with little spring-loaded clips and I'm glad I didn't have that one because uh, it might have caught my fingers a couple times. Um, but I was curious what other kind of board slates you have. One of my one of my favorites is one from Italy that actually where the f- the board folds in half and Ooh. the slate Ooh. lives inside the board. So you could fold, fold the whole thing up and the, the, it, it's magnetic. They use a lot oh of magnets on their slates goodness. in Italy. That's and fun. It magnetically closes and the slate lives inside it with a little place for the stylus. And I like these little oh. kit things that it all folds oh, up that's and stays cool. together. Cool. Yeah, it's, very, it's very cool. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> And then um, one thing I was going to mention is that the reason why they probably didn't use the 4-6-Y is because of BLY in grade 3. Well, nobody's using grade 3. I I doubt the people doing that even knew grade 3. Right. (laughs) I I, I would agree with that. Um, But you're right. Though it was interesting, we we did a Braille buzz on grade 3, Judy, and had 80 people here and um, and, and a that there was talk of setting up a, a teaching group. Well, it's interesting. NLS actually had a grade three collection at one time, and and um, we, they we it they it's moved hard it. To, we oh we 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 have talked about it. We did start it, and I've been in touch with Christine, and she had started it, and, and we're talking about trying to to revive it, Paul. So we'll it, be in touch Paul, about Paul, that. Paul, you so, should get you good. should get Chris Gray involved because I learned grade three just so I could read all his notes. You know, <laughs> <laughs> it, it's a cool system, though. I it really love is. it. I did it today for my music, I, and I one thing wrote I everything did, into grade three. One thing I did yep. in the interest of grade three, I scanned both text grade three textbooks that NLS had, and they're both on Bard. Yes, they oh, are. Yeah, the yes, they from, are. Uh, yes, I got I scan those my very self and correct. Really? Oh, thank Ooh, you, thank Judy. You. <laughs> we have them. We so if I them. look at Bard and I ask, I look for grade three Braille, There's I'll two find books. them. They're both- That's so funny because my husband asked me, does anyone still use it? And I said, I wish I had known it when I was in college because I was one of those slate. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I love uh, my Hayden, slate. And the but- other one is um, Rodenberg. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's right. One's Hayden, I think, in Rodenburg. Yeah. And, yeah, those are awesome books. Those are great. They are. I love them. Could, I've could been I just trying, tell you? I've been trying Sorry. to persuade. Um, I've been trying to persuade Hadley School um, to make their tutorials available for grade three. Um, Paul, they're no longer. Hadley they're no longer teaching care it. about any of us. Anything that we've asked regarding the music text and everything. Basically, their response is, if you're in prison, you can take our courses that used to be, but otherwise you can't. So sad that that grade three book from Hadley was very good. That's how I learned it. Right. One of the the ones on Bard is called Key to Grade Three, and the other is called The Braille Code, A Guide to Grade Three. Yeah, I, I downloaded both those after yeah. we had that Braille Buzz call. Yeah, and okay. I great. Great. And it decided I my old copies. brain was just too old for that. I'm glad you knew about them. <laughs> yep, I still have the hard copies when I bought them as a kid. <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah, I know. 
May, may I just add one thing before I, I missed the yep. beginning of the call, but I, I had recorded it because I was still we were still cooking dinner, so I, I recorded that so I could listen later. But so I missed a whole lot of the slate stuff. But I'll just say to you that um, as a as as a child growing up, I was taught it just in third grade and fourth grade. And said, "Oh, here you go," but we didn't. We weren't. You know, it wasn't a requirement. So I, I teach it. I've taught it for years and years. And I, I used to pick when I was uh, like 20 and as a smarty kid, you know, I would pick on friends of mine who were older, like they were 50. And I said that was so old. And they would be just zipping around with their slates so fast. And I I learned over the years how much to appreciate a slate styles, even though I'm not really fast on it. I, I can do it, but I'm not fast. But I have a student right now and we work remotely and she's from Ghana. And she's waiting for her Perkins. And I just dictate to her what I want her to to write to her contractions because trying to send stuff in the mail, it gets lost. And I dictate and she writes so fast. It is wow. just amazing to see people from other countries. And, and she will and get a Jude, Perkins. Yeah, oh, but it's wonderful to see uh, to see how great. quickly she writes. It's like a, a just like a little embosser going across the page. You know? <laughs> Miss Judy. Yes, sir. Dixon. See if you can start a video now. Oh, all right. All that. I actually used a word slate for grade. It says grade the host three. has asked you to start your video. Well, video is different than screen share. Yeah, it is different. I can't do it. Host, host has disabled screen sharing. Uh, why does Jaws not shut up? I can't tell you how many times I did all spacebar S and it said speech on demand. And then as soon as I tab or anything, it starts talking again. It yeah. does. I think it's, 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 it's the tw 2021. It's 2021. It, it really happened is. with the last I, I'm update. I'm having the same problem. Ah, oh, it's driving me nuts. What about insert yeah, space S? That's yeah, that's what, what I'm doing. Insert space no, S. Yes. It, yes. No, it doesn't matter. And insert space shift S. It's the last, it's the last it update. Be, and it's yeah. just driving me bananas. That's terrible. It, it should just be insert space S. Yeah, I know, yeah. and it's and, and I do it, and, it, and it says speech on demand, but then it's then it start. It as soon as you move away from that one spot, yeah. it <gasps> it starts again. Yeah. I would I maybe um, maybe just go back to twenty twenty until there's window eyes when you need it. Oh. <laughs> I, I tell you, Kim Loftus just did a little um, thing with her Mystic Access podcast, and she showed how NVDA how how smooth it smoothly it works with that's Jones, what i should uh, do get rid of Zoom. get rid of and, Jaws and run NVDA. Yeah, and she she talks <laughs> talks you through everything i saved it i don't use nvda but i think I it's do. a really good idea okay. and she shows how simple it is and and and, and so i recommend I, you, you to check read. out her podcast oh, but you know the problem with nvda is harder to get rid of speech and just have braille it uh, is. It that's, is. That's oh. why I don't use it. Yeah, because <laughs> oh. I have NVDA and it's working with my Braille display. And and there are some features that on certain websites where Jaws just doesn't. Oh, and NVDA is NVDA way better. Does. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it's amazing. Sometimes you can't do combo boxes with Jaws, and you can do them with NVDA just fine. Huh. We huh. were um, filling out tomorrow in my state. We get to start our 65 and over COVID shots oh, and good. we could not do it without using NVDA. Yep. We had the oh, same problem oh, wow. here. Yep. Well, and I found that uh, the different web providers, like it's something I found I can use edge now and with the new oh. drive and I, mm -hmm. I like edge and there's things I can do on edge that I can't seem to get Google to do for me and vice versa. So sometimes if I'm having trouble with a, with a website on Edge, I'll go back and check on Google and see if it'll work there. Yep. 
So there's a thought. So uh, since I got ill and ended up um, coming up to Jacksonville, I don't have a computer up here. So that's that's my excuse for not having to deal with any of those problems. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I would go nuts without a computer. I mean, I did go nuts. I was without a computer for about two weeks this summer, and it just, ugh. Yikes. My life yeah. is in there. I I can't do. You know, I think I I'd be that way iPhone. without my iPhone. I'd start shaking. Oh my yeah. god! Yeah. You do? Now, <laughs> yeah. Now I have my iPhone, and I and I have um, though though there are things I don't love about it, and I can never remember the name. But the 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 successor to the U two. Um, oh, well, the, the Polaris. Thing? The the Polaris? Polaris. Yeah, <laughs> I have and I have a Polaris Mini. Okay. Uh, yeah. The thing they're discontinuing. Yes. Yeah, so are I you serious? Oh yeah. Yeah. I just bought it a year ago. Oh. Man, this has happened to me twice now. Yeah. Oh no! Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. Too bad. I went with the Cubrail because that way I can. They don't tend to make those I obsolete. I don't have often. enough fingers for the Cubrail. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's it fun. has nothing to do with Braille, but my heart is broken that Envision America is discontinuing the. Oh, the, oh, the uh, ID mate—that's crazy. ID yeah, mate. it's very sad. Well. My heart is broken with the attitude of Envision America. Um, ah. I, 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 went, I went out and sold their prescription product all over the state of Florida. And now they are pestering me to send it back. And they're saying, if I don't send it back, they're going to uh, put a credit report up and all kinds of crap. What? Really? Oh, wow. Just ridiculous. For the script talk? Yeah. And you're, you're not using it anymore? I am free. not. I am not. Free. I am not, but what I but what I what I use it for is demoing it to other blind people oh. and and to blind groups. That's right. And and you know I would have thought I had a certain amount of credibility. Have you called and talked to them about it? I have. Crazy. I have, oh, but one one hand doesn't seem to heck? know what the yeah. other is doing. I mean, yeah. the pestering calls are all coming from Wisconsin. Oh. Huh. So okay. it's it's all very strange. Tell Florida to call Wisconsin and get them sorted out. I right. will. So you've broken my heart. I I you're telling me they're really discontinuing the mini. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know why? <laughs> well, I've so they can sell other products. It's only speculation. Yeah. Oh, there's a new Jaws update. Look at that. 2021. 2102.34. Yes, maybe it'll fix my. <laughs> Too bad I didn't oh, yeah. see that earlier today. All right. Good night, everybody. Good night, Thank everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Good night, everybody. Yep. I'm going to go update Jaws. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Thanks again, Miss Judy. Thanks. Okay. Thank you. Bye. Good night. Bye. Bye-bye.